Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside the Athletic Director at Muskego High School. He's Ryan McMillan. Coach, how are you? Great, man. Doing well. It's a beautiful day. Sun's shining. Here we go. You got to go home early yesterday, last night. Yeah, we we took care of business and the uh, head coaches, athletic directors, head official got together and Realize, you know, this is what's best for the kids, and uh, we gave it a best run in it, and we uh, let the halftime show go on, you know, with the dance and the band. Yep. And football team actually got to stay out and support the band and the dance team and actually see the show for the first time probably ever. Right. Which was kind of unique but cool in the community building. Yep. So then, uh, then we shut it down for, you know, player safety and best interest and moved on. No, uh, nobody complained about it? No. No, and nor should they. Nope. Uh, it was the right thing to do, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And we included everybody in the decision. It's not like any right. one person made it. It was a collective group of like, yep, we gave it our best run at it. We gave it our shot. We we wanted to do I mean, Milwaukee Pulaski's head coach had a great um, mindset coming in. He's like, I, I don't want running clock or any, any favors until you guys have earned it, and I want my kids to see what a championship program is all about. Smart. And if we're going to get there, this is what it's got to be, and we're going to come and fight. And they fought. They did some nice things. They just didn't take care of the ball at times and, you know, caught yeah, up with di- them. It's a different level. Yeah. I, you know, I yeah. saw them when we were over at Pulaski for uh, the Riverside King game. Uh, they were practicing on, on a different field, and I watched them for a while, and they had a couple of pretty good athletes. Right. But a collective as a group, they don't have the numbers, yeah. and they haven't been at it as long you know, and they haven't been playing youth football probably. So I thought that was a good decision when our guy called in and said, hey, look, they've shut it down. Yep. It's uh, it's time for everybody to go home, and and uh, I think that was good. McGuanago, just talking to the old Creek Sonati kid, you know, what a nice kid he is. My goodness, good good dad and, and uh, certainly basketball coach. I've been a friend of his for a long time. Right. McGuanago took care of their business. So that game next week, McGuanago at Muskego should be a barn burner. It, it it definitely will be. I mean, there's a traveling trophy between those two teams. No one's playing for a trophy, you know, in, in this game, but they're uh, playing to advance and, and keep the season alive and had a close one in McGuanago earlier this uh, Score year. Score didn't look that close, but it was closer than it was. Yeah? Well, I think that it was 17-7, um, I think, was the final of our was, game. I thought it was... Was it 24-7? Might have been 24-7. might have put one on them late to right just kind of seal the deal. I yeah. mean... I think Muskego was in control of it the most of the game, but the McGuanago did a good job of controlling the tempo to, to give themselves a shot late in the game. Um, but the Warriors were able to finish that night, so we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, everyone learns from 
in the past game, and, and it'll be interesting. I said last night, if you want to go to the game, get get a parking spot on Thursday. Because <laughs> yep. it's going to be... It will, too. Yeah, you're not doing any craft fairs or anything that night, are you? Nope, nope right, not smart. this time. Thank it's you a little for cold that. out for that. Yeah, a little cold. <laughs> They'd come out for that if they you would. wanted to. I know. If you said right now, yeah, hey, craft fair people, you want to come back, they'd be back. They would be. They would be back. Um, there's a number of really good games to choose from on Friday. We can't do a scoreboard show. Uh, the Bucks play. So our post okay. game is going to start at 845. So they said, you can do it, but you got to get out at 845. And I said, I can't do that. It's middle right. of the third quarter, level two of the playoffs. Can't leave people hanging that way. Right. So we're, we're just not going to have a scoreboard show, and people will you know, figure out how to get the scores. But now it's like, okay, I, I'm going to a game. I could do I could do Muskegon and Guanago the first half and run over New Berlin Eisenhower and New Berlin West. Yeah. There, I mean, I could zip around a little bit. That's a good point. That's uh, that's what the Badger uh, recruiter guys did the other week. I think you could pull that off. You know, similar, yeah. just get free access wherever you go, that's, walk right in. That's the key. There it is. You know what? <laughs> as long as you put my name, put a little, if you need my picture, that's fine. There but let is. me just walk right in. And yep. you, can you put a cone down so I can park? Who do I think I am? My wife's going, get out of Mikey's world. You're not, you, you are Use not. Use that press pass, baby. <laughs> man, those things work right up Absolutely. until right up until Camp Randall. That's They don't let you, right. they're not letting you go there. Hey, um, let me run down today's show, and it's really changing. Um, with a, the amount of coaches that I text this morning, we're starting to get a lot of people to, to commit to come on. And so we're going to be, we're going to have to be nimble. Sam, our producer, is going to be very nimble because I'm going to be giving him um, phone numbers and say call. Here's the, here are the guys I know of. Right, we're getting locked in. John Reiters from Hartford is going to be our first guest at 1015. And so we will talk to him. Um, I know that Dan Lutz from Menominee Falls is coming on. Uh, Travis Kolowski from Holman, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. He is coming um, on as well. And let me just open this. Um, again, Dan Lutz, Ken Krause is coming on. Uh, Mass from Marquette is going to be on. Steve Jones will be uh, from, from Kimberly is going to actually be calling us at 1030. So, Sam, just so you know, we'll have to open a phone line. Steve Jones from Kimberly will call us at 1030. Jeremy Korth from Manasha will be uh, calling us, or we'll call him as well. And then at 11.15, we have a new segment you're going to have to help me with. Toughest loss of the week. And this one is brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness Clinic and, and Kelly Clark, who's the founder. And uh, this is really personal for me. And, and she's coming in. And uh, we're going to have the toughest loss of the week. And I've got an idea, and uh, there's a couple that got a chance for that. that <laughs> yeah. Wisconsin Lutheran, maybe. Yeah. Right? They were right there. Yep. There were some good games last There's, night. There's you know what? Definitely... Green, Greendale, that's a tough loss for them. Man, oh, man. Did you know that they, uh, New Berlin West had an 11-minute drive? No. 11-minute drive. That's a good drive. You don't see that in <laughs> high school. Man. How many plays was it? Do you know? No, I don't, but, but we had Chasik on, and he said, look, we've had drives similar, but this one against a really quality team like, like Greendale. Um, so 11.15, I'm going to introduce uh, our listeners to Kelly Clark. She's coming in studio, by the way, and uh, you and I will do that segment for the first time. Uh, but in between then, we're going to get a lot of coach speak. You yep. know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody, you know, John Reiters from Hartford is going to tell us whoever they're playing is the greatest team they've ever. But we'll kind of get through some of that. And when we talk to these guys, look, there's some some guy, veteran coaches been doing this a long time, then some other guys that, you know, relatively new to the game, kind of. And uh, as far as getting deep into the playoffs, and we'll talk to these guys about that. When you were at Oconomowoc, was there a better time of year than this? When no. you were coaching at Oconomowoc? 
No, if you can get through, if you can get through level one of the playoffs, then it's really, it's really, really fun, and you can really enjoy it. Level one's a little hectic because you get your opponent late. You don't, you're not really sure where you're going. There's anticipation. You don't know how you'll get treated in the seated meeting. You know, you got to get all those emotions out of the way. Refocus your guys. A lot of your lower levels are turning in their equipment and all those oh. things. If you can get through that week and get on to, you know, and the fortunate enough to keep winning, you really enjoy football, you know, level two, three, four, and on to Be, state. Because as the, the head football coach at a high school, you, you are the head of the program. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about the, the younger kids are putting in their gear and, and you know, you've got to take care of this and you're not nowhere, you don't know exactly where you're going and this kid and that, there's so much going on Absolutely. that first week. Um, and, and do you want to bring some kids up from the JV and let them at least see what it is to play yep. on this next level and who's making that decision and, you know, that kind of stuff. A lot going on. Absolutely, and, and balancing the social hierarchies and the social dynamics of young adolescents to where you're not turning somebody off. Like, Because I know some programs will pull freshmen up to the varsity just for the playoffs only, just to practice, be around it, get a look at this is what the future might hold for you. But then, you know, balancing how do you manage that with everybody else and the freshmen so all of a sudden kids aren't getting turned off like, oh, he's going to be on varsity next year, I might as well just quit, you know, things right. like that. Because right. that happens nowadays. That's hard. And it's just trying to uh, control the messaging and, and make sure everybody knows the hows and the whys and, and, and be smart about those uh, roster moves. Um, any surprises for you last night? And, it did, did, like, right off just – and, and I've got all the scores there and, and – I don't know how much you you looked at. There was just a couple, I think, a couple of surprises. Um, I know that that one of the coaches that we have on uh, coming up, I think, is the Holman guy, and he's later in the show. Yeah. That that did that surprise you that they they ran up Watertown? Yeah, they kind of out physical them and went right at them. That was, and especially getting on the bus to come all the way from Holman to Watertown and win the way they did. That was. Uh, Surprising. I think the one surprise for me was uh, as I was looking through the brackets, Division Three, Monroe was a seven seed. Went on the road, which was a three-hour bus ride, 175 miles up to Onalaska, to face off against uh, the Hilltoppers up there, and snuck out with a 31-30 win um, up there on the road. And again, if you know Onalaska, a nice suburb town, oh, I mean, yeah. great community. They support their athletics like no other. So hostile environment. You got to tip it to the the cheesemakers. They got they got it done. I mean, a little bit out of our area. You don't always see it, but when you start looking, it's like wow, that's that's good. Like our our folks around the metro Milwaukee area, they don't. No one's taking a three hour bus ride unless you're stuck in traffic. But you're going to find ways to avoid it, right? Right. I mean, so that's uh, that's tough to do as high school kids. Riding a yellow bus that long is <laughs> is no fun. Yeah, it is not. And and you're right. You know, around here. If you have to go an hour, it's a big deal. You're like, you got to be kidding me. Why, right. Why do I see that? But, you know, the, these guys up north are, are doing that. One of the ones that um, Pewaukee, I know Whitnell was out there, best running back. I mean, yeah. he's really good, and I understand that. But but for them to win 44-24 at Whitnell, um, and then Wisconsin Lutheran to, 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 to play, they were a seven seed, went to Plymouth and lost 35-34, and I don't know how that game ended. I don't know if they went for two. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I would love to know that. I would love to know did did they score and kick, you know, go for two and just get it to thirty four and there's eight minutes to go and and they had no chance to win it or did it happen near the end? I'd like sure. to know how that that happened. But you know, all of a sudden, 
Plymouth, who people thought were probably going to roll for the first two and then have to play, you know, one of the New Berlin teams maybe, or Greendale for that matter, mm-hmm. um, maybe they're vulnerable. Maybe, yeah. maybe that conference isn't as good as we thought. Wisconsin Lutheran, I, I can tell you this, Jason Frisky we had on last night, um, and he said, look, th- that doesn't surprise me at all because Wisconsin Lutheran had some, some talent, and they're seniors. And they don't want to go home. They don't want to end this thing. Sure, you know. So he, they got a tough system to prepare for too. I mean, Wisco. Yeah. I mean, Wisco does what they do, and they do it very well. And so, well, who Coach, knows? Coach Frisky said, "Look, we we lost some really close games this year, and so we walked in knowing we'd probably be a five or a six seed, and we got we the six seed, but we felt like we we're better than that." Um, and I think we showed it tonight, and hopefully we'll show it next week. Yeah, did you see the uh, kick return by the Pewaukee kid? No. Uh, it might, I think it was close to 100 yards or whatever. At least it looked that way on the news. I just saw the highlight of it. and it's Like he just hit the Jets. He ran right through. Just, I don't know. It was just burst. It was like he was in, in fast forward and everyone else was in slow motion, just right down the middle, right through the heart of the, really? the whole thing, right to the house, and you could see the place erupt. And so – Pretty interesting. It's a good play. Hey, Sun Prairie, and we're going to talk to their coach. Uh, that's another one that, you know, they go to Verona. Proud program. Yeah. You know, oh, Rich yeah. does a nice job there, and they uh, they rolled them 51-28. I don't know if many people saw that one coming. No, and the thing that's kind of funny about that is Sun Prairie got them early in the year, but Verona had some uh, injuries and things. And this sounded like it was all Sun Prairie. It was tied 13-13, you know, early in the first or early second quarter. And then Sun Prairie had a 10-point lead at half, and they kind of never looked back. And then Verona's star running back got dinged, I guess. And then he was out, and it was all Sun Prairie Cardinals from there. And Coach Kaminsky had him fired up and rolling. Well, he's going to be fun to talk to today. When I sent him that text, he said, of course I'll talk to you. I look forward <laughs> to it. Um, they, they've got a tough draw now. they got to go to Fond du Lac, right. um, who, who rolled up on Arrowhead a little bit, 45-14. Um, that'll be an awfully good game. If I was leaving the area to go see a game, that would be one that – but there's so many good games around here, I don't need to go anywhere. Right. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Guys, we're going to get to kind of an early break because we've got a number of coaches coming up. Um, John Ryder's head football coach at Hartford is going to join us next. And uh, I'm going to start filling in this this bracket that I have here, Coach, because the guys that have been texting me during my last two shows, I really haven't been able to fill this in. So I'll get that filled in to make sure that Sam uh, gets uh, to the coaches when we said we'd get to them. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGiver alongside the Athletic Director at Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan, our first guest right out of the jump, head football coach at Hartford, undefeated conference champ Hartford, John Redders. Coach, how you doing today? Good. How you guys doing? Man, we're doing good. Nice win last night. You guys took care of business and... If you happen to listen to the first segment, Ryan was talking about that level one is so difficult for coaches because you got so much stuff going on. You don't know exactly who you're going to play. You don't know much about them normally. You've got the younger kids handing in their equipment, not sure if you're going to bring kids up to 
practice with you guys. Just a lot going on in that first week. Now you can kind of settle in a little bit. Um, and and you play a team like Holman who came to Watertown and and I think shocked a lot of people by beating a good Watertown team 36-10. Have you had a chance to take a look at them at all? Yeah, we have. We've uh, we've been able to look at some of their uh, uh, their, their plays and their schemes this morning. Um, yeah, I can't. I, I agree 100% there. You know, you get into that playoff uh, level one, and it's like you, you you know with Oregon. We've never played Oregon. We've uh, we've seen them on film before um, playing other teams. Uh, but you know, it's it, you get through that first quarter, and it's kind of a uh, look and see who we're playing against. I mean, you can study all you want, but when you get on the field and actually size up some of these kids and are they as fast as they look or as they strong as they look, uh, the quarterback is as accurate as his stats show or whatever, yeah, you really have to kind of uh, be ready to adapt right away within you know a few series of football. Um, and again, showed last night we had 0-0 at the end of the first quarter, um, just kind of an exchange of punts and trying to figure everything out there. But once we got... Uh, what we need to figure out offensively, um, yeah, we were able to roll pretty good last night. Well, John, we're going to have the head football coach at Holman come on at 11.45, and I'm sure he's going to be willing to just share his whole game plan. So if you want to be listening, you know, if there's any questions you want me to ask him, you let me know because, you know, I know you guys are really open to just letting us know what uh, how you're going to play the opponent. Um, John, your season was it has been really a, a spectacular season. You ran – um, the conference, you, you uh, for the first time in, I think, 20 years, somebody other than Homestead um, has won the conference. I know they shared it a number of times, a couple of times. Um, do you think that that September 27th game uh, at Homestead was the turning point where these kids really started to believe that, that Hartford football was, was back and, and you guys had a chance to win the conference? Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, we try to be humble. I mean, it's uh, the 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 last three years we've been a level two, level three team, uh, level two or level three in the playoffs. Right. Um, yeah, so I'd like to think that we're back to um, kind of what we were in the early two thousands. Um, you know, just winning football games uh, to 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 win that title outright though and beat Homestead. Absolutely, that game was uh, a really key point. Um, just to get that for again for the whole North Shore Conference for uh, to get that off of our back uh, that has weighed all of our teams down. Uh, lucky for us, we were the team that was able to do it this year um, and win the conference. I know Slinger beat them as well, but um, to be able to go through there right. and go through the entire conference and beat everybody this year um, was huge. And that was you know that was a big game. Um, there's no doubt about that, but. You know, we tell our kids that's gone now. I mean, no one can take that away from you. It's history. Enjoyed it while we did, but again, you got to refocus on what's ahead of us, and that's this next game. Hey, Ryan, I'm going to ask both of you guys the same question, and, and it has nothing to do. And sh- we should be talking more about Holman and, and and Hartford, but we had this discussion last night on the scoreboard show that there are certain teams like a Homestead or like a Catholic Memorial that. Sometimes they're 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 up fourteen nothing before kickoff. Yep. They get off the bus, and if your kids are reading what's on the front of those, that jersey, you know, back in the day, Arrowhead, I think was like that, and uh, you know, Hartford would like to get to that point, and maybe they're getting to that point. But I'm wondering how you 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 get that mindset away from a sixteen seventeen year old kid. It's tough, and I think you just got to sell the belief in yourself and and trust yourself. Um, that whole piece and and 
show the kids they are capable, they can do it. Hartford had that, you know, coach referenced it back in the early 2000s, especially in the Little Ten Conference. You know, Hartford got you off bet. the bus. Them and Wisco probably had it together. And uh, I think, you know, as time went, it, it just selling the mission, believing in yourself, and, and we're not backing down to anybody. And I, I can tell you, I've, I watched Hartford in a couple of years in the past playoffs, as coach referenced, and they went into some places that had that, Mojo, you know, a place like Wanakee or something like sure. that, and Hartford got off the bus, and they were, they were fit to be tied. And here we go, we're coming after you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't. They weren't down fourteen nothing getting no, off the bus. No, they weren't. Yeah, Hartford is. Uh, look, they have been for a really long time. These are tough kids. They're, it's a proud community yeah. when it comes to their their high school football, and uh, certainly John Ryder's done a great job with this group. Hey, coach, uh, injury wise, you guys pretty healthy? Yeah, we made it through last night. Uh, you know, again, it's. It's a playoff football, so everybody's uh, giving it their all. Uh, kids were um, a couple guys that got bumped up a little bit last night, but I think that's just the, the way it is in, in high school football. Um, we're in pretty good shape. We're pretty excited about uh, our uh, depth right now with what we got going on. And uh, I heard you guys talk before about you know some JV kids moving up, and yeah, we got some spectacular kids at our lower level that again we brought them along for the ride so they can uh, be a part of this experience too. And uh, we might have a couple opportunities to get some of those guys on the field this next couple of weeks as well. Hey, Coach, talk to us about uh, the decision to modify the offense, if you will. We haven't watched a lot of Hartford games, um, but we hear that Hartford's throwing the ball all around the yard, and, and that is not the Hartford that I remember coaching against and going up against. It was old-school pro-I and coming at you. And uh, Just talk to us about how you guys got to that change and, and the why behind it. Um, you know, I think you, you really have to evaluate the talent that you got in your building. Um, you know, coming through the summer, we, uh, we had some question marks. Uh, the last three years we were running the ball all the time. Um, did a pretty good job of that, controlling the game, controlling the clock. Um, but you know, we have outstanding quarterback, Jake Frannel, you know, threw it through over 2000 yards in nine games. Uh, got a receiver that had over a thousand yards, Joe Casper, Zach in nine games. Um, you know, we knew we had that talent coming in. Um, it just fit us better this year. Um, you know, and we were figuring out our running game and, uh, we still, you know, like last night, we were still able to put 130 rush yards out there. Um, and, uh, you know, so we still do it. It's just a mix up of what we do. And again, but I think it's what fits us best. Um, you can't run, you know, triple option. If you don't have those kind of players, if you don't have a quarterback, you can't throw the ball uh as as effective so again this just is a fit for us that we really thought we need to go forward with and um believe me our offensive coordinator uh is a he's a nebraska guy so you know he's got that in his blood that he's going to run option and do that i think he um he still dreams about doing that every day and uh i'm sure there's an opportunity that probably might show up um if not this season next season um but we always you know we think about our kids and hurt for kids are they are they're they kind of got that tough mentality, and we're um, the run game is a perfect fit for that. But again, you got to go with what's going to work for you. This year, it seems to be uh, throwing the ball a little bit more than running. You know, I had that question for Steve Rux on Thursday Night Lights, and I said, "Look, you're you're not you're you're a line coach. You you like three yards in a cloud of dust." And yeah. and he said, "Look, when you have a special quarterback that like we do at Waukesha West, 
you got to take advantage of that. You got to enjoy the process with him and enjoy the trip with him, and you got to let him loose and let him throw the ball. And it sounds like the same thing going on with 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 John and and the people at Hartford. I can tell you this, Coach. I've got family that um, my my sister in law and her husband. They've got I think seven kids, and they live three blocks from the high school. And Kevin McKinnon and I are really good friends. Your basketball coach. A lot of people very proud of this this football team. And talk about the, you know these kids and how good they are in the community, uh, John. I'm really happy for you guys. Well done. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, they worked their they worked their tails off to, uh, to do the right thing. Um, we got a lot of our kids that are out there uh, doing things in the community, uh, helping in our uh, youth programs as coaches. Uh, they help run our flag football program. They're out there with fundraisers for charities, uh, and uh, they they really. Uh, are trying to make a difference, uh, not just on the football field, but making it uh, in the community of Hartford. Hey, John, thank you so much. Good luck this week against Holman. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great morning. You got it, guys. We're going to get to a break. Steve Jones from Kimberly is going to call in, and we're going to talk to him for a couple minutes, and Dan Lutz, head football coach at Menominee Falls, both in the next segment. We're going to go through a couple of them quickly. Uh, I know that Coach Jones, uh, you got something you want to talk to him about, huh? I like talking to Coach Jones. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Well, he's going to call us on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan, Mike McGivern, alongside Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego, is a possible Ryan for an undefeated Kimberly team to fly under the radar screen. I think it is. I mean, they're they're kind of they, they are they're very good, but they they are sitting in the far northwest bracket, I guess, if you will, and um, it's interesting. It it is, and and it must be playoff time because we get Steve Jones on the phone and and. Uh, we're both extreme big fans of, of him and the job he does at Kimberly. Coach, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Coach, is it possible for an undefeated Kimberly team to fly under the radar screen? Did I, I, Maybe not in your area, but down here. And I'm sure you love that. I wouldn't mind that. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll, t- we'll take it. You bet. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I guess it's possible. You know, um, obviously... You know, Muskego's doing what Muskego does, and there's, uh, you know, lots of, lots of great teams down by you, so I understand why they're getting all the coverage. So we'll, we'll, we'll just keep uh, trying to play good football up here and then see what happens. Hey, Coach, can you tell us a little bit about your team this year? Is it a senior-laden team? Is it a young team? Talk a little bit about them. I think we have a pretty good mix. You know, we do play a lot of seniors in our program. Um, it's been an interesting year. We lost our um, starting quarterback, who's a senior, two games before the first first uh, two days before the first game of the year. Uh, since then, we've had a sophomore step in. Uh, has been doing a nice job, getting better and better. So we we kind of struggled a little bit early on. We had a couple other kind of key injuries throughout the year. So it's just been kind of an odd year for us, unfortunately. Um, I hate seeing that as a coach. The older I get, the harder it gets for me. You'd think it'd be the other way, but um, I take that pretty hard. But uh, I think our kids have been a resilient bunch. We've also kind of gone to a little bit of a 
uh, wildcat type of offense as well uh, to take a little pressure off of our sophomore quarterback. Alec Marshall is another uh, senior running back that's having a great year who's playing some quarterback for us. Um, you know, and defensively, I think we're playing better and better. We're playing our best football. We, we um, had some hiccups early throughout the, the year, but I think this back half of the season we're playing pretty good football on the defense side of the ball. Coach, is that uh, quarterback that you referenced, is he the 6'6 kid? I was, I was told you had a 6'6 quarterback. Is that accurate or not? Yeah, you know, maybe 6'6", six, six, pushing it, to be honest with you. Probably 6'5", 6'5 and a half. But he's a tall, lanky sophomore. Um, I think he's got a good, strong arm and, um, you know, has really been doing a good job of, of um, you know, taking care of the football, you know, and, and making some good decisions. And I, I, I do think he's getting better and better. And, you know, he's playing his best football right now, too. So he's, I think he's got a bright fo- uh, future in our program. Rumor has it you taught him how to juggle to help uh, increase his, his ball, uh, <laughs> ball capabilities. Is that true, Coach? Well, you know, I reached out to a, a quarterback specialist in Scott Carlsey from Wanakee, and I uh, just asked if he had any tips for me. So that was one of his tips, and we haven't quite got there yet, but that'll be a goal maybe in the off season. Awesome. Hey, does he play for Lucky Wirtz as well, or he does? Yep, he's a he's a basketball football kid, and um, you know, pretty good at both. And you know, he's he's still, as you can imagine, a sophomore who's pushing six six, kind of just that long, lanky kid that's still kind of growing into his body. Man, that's. Uh... Got to love a quarterback like that. It, Absolutely. It starts growing into that body. Coach, you play Nina uh, this week. You guys played them on October 4th. Beat them 45-31. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, about Nina? And, and do, you, do you like having the fact that you, you know a little bit about them um, so the preparation might not be as difficult? You know, you have kind of mixed emotions about playing the same team twice. You know, sometimes you you like you like seeing somebody new. It's kind of exciting, but you know, we're going to take what we can get. Um, you know, Nina's a talented team. I know their their record doesn't show it, but they've lost to some really good teams and played you know good team stuff. I thought they played fine. really tough, especially in the first half. And you know, they had some other uh, tough losses, but I think they're talented. And you know, we kind of run into the same thing that we did last year with Nina. We we played them regular season, played really well. Um, you know, scored a bunch of points on them, and then played them in the second round of the playoffs at our place. Very similar to this year, and uh, we had a seven-three win against them. It came down right to the end. So sometimes it's tough seeing the the, the same team twice in a year, especially a well-coached team like like Nina. Yeah, I I agree with that. Hey, Coach, we really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And you know this time of year, I, I send you a text just about every Saturday morning saying, hey, can we get a few minutes with you? Because we really respect you and the job that you do uh, at Kimberly. And if, if if people out in our listening audience are hearing Steve Jones for the first time, understand this, that when he talks servant leadership and he talks about his kids doing things in the community and he talks about that, it, he's just not talking about it. They're, they're doing that kind of stuff on a day-to-day basis up at Kimberly. And some of the things that they do out, outside of playing football are really impressive to me. And that's why this time every year I make sure that I reach out and, and ask if I can get a couple minutes with him because I, I just really think the job they do up there is uh, is second to none. So, Coach, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate the kind words. And uh, you opened up saying you guys are big fans of me. I'm big fans of you guys. So thanks for what you do for, for high school football. And, um, and, and thanks again hey, for having us on. Hey, last question. The best football conference in the state is what? Oh, man. Uh, we go you through know, it every well, year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think right now, I, you know, it's hard to argue with the Classic Eight. You know, there was a couple of years there where I think I could put up a pretty good argument. But we'll see. We'll see how things transpire. And I know that you guys have a tight show, but I, I can't let you off the phone without giving me a little bit of a scouting report down there. So 
What's going on down by you guys? What can you give me in 30 seconds? Well, you, you talked about Muskego. You know, they're they're playing awfully well. McGuanago, I think McGuanago is going to give Muskego a game. I, they Ryan, match I up do. well. They match yep. up really well. Um, I saw Franklin up close and personal. Um, they've got a quarterback that had a really good game that day, and they got a lot of speed. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're well coached, man. And defensively, they fly. To the yep. ball, Lewis Brown's got them flying to the ball, and Milwaukee Marquette's righted their ship, so they're. Uh, I don't Man, think they're, they're going anywhere. <laughs> no, I see. I co- I talked to Coach Maz a lot, and they were zero three. They got in playoff mode early. You know, game four, they were basically in playoff uh-huh. mode. We got a winner. Yep. We're we're going home, yep. and uh, they've done a nice job. So. You know what? You worry about your boys up there. We'll worry about our boys down here. We'll meet you in the middle somewhere. Uh, we'll take it. If we get another shot down there, that would be great. That that means we're playing good football, so let's hope so. Appreciate the uh, the scouting report. You guys have a great day. You guys, Steve take Jones, care. thank you very much. Let's uh, let's move over to the head football coach at Menominee Falls. Dan Lutz has been so kind with his time this year for us, and we wanted to, to reach out and say congratulations. Uh, they got a big game at home against Homestead coming up. want to talk about last night's game against Cedarburg. Coach, you guys really took care of business. I know Cedarburg put a couple up late uh, to make it 46-22, but, but Falls was rolling last night. Yeah, they had some good receivers. They had a really good passing game. Um, he does a really nice job with their passing game, and we did well. I mean, we put things together, and it was pretty consistent. We scored in every quarter, and uh, and I put our subs in at the end of the games, give them some time. So it was a great night for us last night. Hey, Coach um, Homestead, yeah, and we had talked about this in the first segment that that there are times that a team gets off the bus and they might be up seven nothing, fourteen nothing before they get to the field. Um, I know some of your kids from Nami Falls; they could care less who gets off the bus. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, it was well. It's it's a credit to them and the type of kids they are. I mean, we started back early in the year. I mean, we played Marquette. You know, it was never about the name on the jersey. It's about you know how you play your game, and I don't think that's an issue with us this year at all. Yeah, I don't. Uh, the kids that were in studio with us, they they could care less. They just wanted they just want the lights turned on, and they just want to go ahead and play. We had Dave <laughs> Keel on the scoreboard show last night. And he said, look, I, I know all about Manami, not all about Manami Falls, but I know they're a really good team. They're one play away, you know, from being undefeated yeah. and win that conference. And uh, he yeah. said, so I know we got our hands full. Well, yeah, it's going to be a great game. And I got nothing but respect for Dave and Homestead. Obviously, a fantastic program. And, you know, we're just excited to have that challenge and to have it at home. We earned that this year, and we're really excited about that. Yeah, I got to figure out, that's another one. Ryan, there's so many games that I'm like, boy, I could, I, maybe I know I'm going to go to that one. Because without us having a scoreboard show, I can get out of the studio on a Friday night. Right. And, uh, well, I see, I, see, I see they might have snow, too, Friday. So we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Too. Well, then i got to figure out who's got room in a press box for yeah. me, I guess. Mike's staying home now. <laughs> I'm, I'm soft, man. I, What's on TV? What is on TV? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can watch old MASH or something? Yeah, that's where... Hey, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't in that. I might be doing the same thing, and there's no one else. But. Hey, I know that uh, my buddy, the AD at Muskego, has got a spot somewhere in a warm spot. <laughs> Absolutely. I know that Dan Lutz, if maybe I'll make a call over to him. Maybe I can park his car a couple times, and he'll get me up in the press box. We could sneak in there, Mike. I'm well, sure somewhere. We'll I, boy, there. my size doesn't sneak really anywhere, but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Hey, Coach, um, no surprise, and, and we've had you on just about every Friday night, and you have said almost every week, Coach, you said, look, we, we're playing pretty good football, but, boy, these kids really like each other. 
They're playing for each other. They're, there's a lot of love within the, the locker room. And you said that from day one, and that seems to be kind of the common thread behind this team. Yeah, I mean, the chemistry is just it's so much fun, you know. And you're so invested in them being successful. It's hard on you as a coach because you you, you're so into it because you just want to see them have success because you care about them too. I, mean, I tell them I love them all the time. Um, we have a great camaraderie on the team. The kids are funny. You know, I'm I'm a I'm an old school type coach, and I'm serious, serious, serious. But man, some of the things they say, I, I turn around and I laugh. I don't let them see me laugh. Yeah. It's just a great group to be around every day, and they know they they got to go to practice and work hard, but they like to have fun too. And um, it's just a fantastic team to be around. It's one of those kind of years. Seven o'clock Friday night at Menominee Falls, uh, defending state champ Homestead comes to town. Winner of that game will take on the winner of the Brookfield Central Brookfield East game coach uh dan thanks a lot i really appreciate your time and 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 you've been uh very kind to this show and to that friday night show uh good luck this week on 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 friday and and i may be texting you saturday morning that'd be great mike i appreciate what you do and anytime you need anything you just let me know sounds good dan lutz head football okay. coach at the falls thanks a lot we're gonna get to a break other side of the break head coach at sun prairie He's going to be in a good mood, man. Absolutely. He is. He's a fun guy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's just getting home. No. A no. <laughs> couple of years ago, he, couple of years ago he said, "Why don't you come up to a game?" Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I'll get you. I'll get you home early. He scared me. I never yeah. went up to never went up there, man. Those He'll bring some energy to the show. Here we go. Those days are over. Brian Kaminsky, head coach at Sun Prairie, will join us on the other side of the break. 11 o'clock, uh, we're going to talk to Ken Krause and uh, Jeremy Korth from uh, Menasha, both in one segment. And then our new segment for this show, The Toughest Loss of the Week, brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. Kelly Clark, she is uh, the founder and owner, is going to be in studio with us at 11.15, and I look forward to doing that segment with her. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, alongside Ryan McMillan, Athletic Director at Muskego, where you're now joined by the head football coach at Sun Prairie. Boy, they take care of their business last night. Yes, Go to, to Verona and beat them 51-28. Brian, any surprises on that thing? You you guys knew going in that uh, you were going to take care of business like that up at Verona? Well, I don't know if you ever know you're going to go in like that. Uh, you know, it's always an interesting thing when you're, you get to the playoffs and here you are playing your league opponents again, something I wish we could get taken care of. There's not a group of six within the eight, uh, all from your same uh, conference. But, uh, you know, we felt good about our chances going over there and, and hopefully winning the game. We played them in, a, in the regular season. It came out on top in a, in a highly contested game. And uh, our kids just really bought in last week. And coaches did a great job of stressing our game plan. And the kids executed it great last night. Well, any time that a six uh, beats a three like that, I think it, it's eye-opening a little bit. And you kind of look at it and go, boy, I'll tell you what, they uh, you know, they took care of their business. And, and Verona is a really proud community and a proud program. And I think uh, they do a nice job there. So congratulations on that. Coach, you got uh, Fond du Lac coming up. And I, I'm sure you've taken a look at, at some of the things that Fond du Lac does. But 
boy, they 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 they've been really good the last two years. And WIA yeah, WIA did a nice job of making sure that Kimberly Bayport and, and uh, Fond du Lac were all in different areas. But you got a chance now to play a good Fond du Lac team. Yeah, they're a great team. You know, we, we played them last year in level three and then and came out on the short end of things. But uh, it was a great game uh, up until halftime. In the second half, they kind of uh, did some things that, that hurt us and came out on top. But, uh, you know, we're excited for the opportunity. It's a great program. Uh, they got a great record, uh, great coaching staff, and, and great kids. Uh, they can be physical. They can run the football, but they can uh, do some things through the air as well. So we're just looking uh, forward to the opportunity here on Friday to see what we can do. Hey, Coach, talk to us about the back judge from your game last night. Rumor has it you guys had some conversations as the game went on. <laughs> there were definitely a couple of conversations. You explained to me uh, we can get golf for holding when we're kicking the ball off on a kickoff. <laughs> you can ask him that one. I mean, I've never heard that one in all my years of coaching, but we got called for holding on a, when we were kicking the ball off. So, uh, yeah, there might have been a conversation or two about a couple of those. <laughs> he says, say hi, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Man, your dad was up all night feeling bad about that call, I hear, I think, right? I didn't feel too bad about no. it because some prairie was in control, so <laughs> he just wanted to give Coach a little work. I don't think I've ever heard that one either. We're going to have to look at the film on that. I don't think I've ever <laughs> heard of a, getting called for holding when you're kicking off, but I'm sure that Mr. McMillan has a great uh, a great answer for that. Right? Yes, he does. I'm sure your dad certainly has an answer. Hey, Coach, talk about your conference. number of teams still playing, obviously. Madison Memorial going to play uh, Middleton coming up and the winner of your game will play the winner of of that game um talk a little bit about uh the conference and 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 how good your conference was this year i mean you were six and three took fourth or fifth in 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 the conference tied for for fourth with madison la follette um overall pretty good conference this year you know it's always hard to tell when you when you're you're lumped in you don't play any non-conference games so we're excited for that about that opportunity next year in the realignment and then you come to the playoffs and everybody's playing big eight schools again so it's one of those things you know i, I like to think we're pretty good i think there's a number of our te- uh, teams in our league that are, are good but you know until you can get out and play other people it's kind of hard to tell but uh you know madison memorial and, and middleton both uh, could run the ball very well uh, memorial obviously uh, was the top of our conference they got a good quarterback who's an exceptional leader and and Sinetti is a three-year starter for them, and they got two uh, workhorses in the backfield, uh, uh, bruising tailback, and they got another one that was some speed, and, and they're big up front. So uh, we lost to them game one uh, by three, and then uh, Middleton has a uh, running back back there in Bruckner that's been there for three years, who's who's their, who's their workhorse, and uh, they are big. They they got a big D line, big O line, and and two quality programs there as well. Coach, tell us about your team. If uh, if uh, some people are going to drive uh, to Fond du Lac on on Friday night. Uh, a little bit about your team as far as are, are they a young team or are they a senior-laden team? Are, are you throwing the ball well? Are you running the ball? What uh, what would we see if we come up and watch Sun Prairie play? I hope there's more than just some people coming out to the game on Friday. We well, I, a boatload I, of people. <laughs> I'm talking about people from here, Coach. I know Sun Prairie, Fond du Lac. I'm talking about some of the, 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 the freaks here that love high school football, and they're going to pick what they think is the best game of the week, and, and maybe the Sun Prairie Fond du Lac one is they want to go watch. And I Look, I know Ryan McMillan's going to be at Muskegon McGuanico. I'm still choosing. <laughs> I might be up there in Fond du Lac. Who knows? There you go. Uh, yeah, no, uh, we're a team that likes to be balanced on, on offense. Uh, we spread it out. We know huddle. Um, we're going to run it. We're going to throw it. Uh, we're going to do a bunch of RPOs. So uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, last night I think we were able to 
uh, be the most balanced we've been in, in, in this year. I think our, we ran for 260. We threw for about 230 last night. So um, we got a, a young offensive line. Uh, we start, uh, I believe, uh, three juniors, a sophomore, and a senior. Uh, we have an exceptional wide receiver in Colin Schaefer. Um, he's got about 60 catches and probably close to 950 yards and maybe 13 or 14 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He really does a, a tremendous job there. And uh, we got uh, some other weapons out there as well. And Dom Lamphere was a kid that uh, plays both ways for us. We don't have a lot of kids that play both ways, but uh, he's a threat there. He had a big touchdown catch last night. I believe he has you know, somewhere around 20 catches on the year, but uh, probably 8 to 10 touchdown catches on the year. So uh, we got a quarterback that's done a junior, a lefty, uh, who's done a good job and I believe last night he was 15 of 20 uh, with two touchdown passes and no interceptions. So he really did a great job of taking what the uh, other team's going to give us. and uh, He can make some plays with his feet as well. So um, there we are on offense. On defense, uh, uh, we're a 3-3 team that wants to go ahead and attack you. Uh, I think Coach Mill has seen a little bit of that stuff over in his school. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, get after people and, and do what we can on that side of the ball. But, you know, what we try to pride ourselves in is trying to be physical and, and playing with a relentless effort. Hey, I'm hearing that your dad is requested to to go to Fond du Lac and do that game. Is that correct? <laughs> they might. They <laughs> got a level two game. Oh, so man. Who knows? Man, we better be nice to that crew. We better, Mr. McMillan did a great job for you last night. That's awesome. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. Those guys, uh, you know, you're always going to have your uh, headaches and conversations, Russ. But uh, what I do respect out of them is they, they communicated very well and everything. You know, you're always going to have one team that hates the call, one team that loves the call. But if you can get a communication about it, and be able to do that, that's a great job on their part. That's awesome. Hey, Brian, thanks a lot for your time. Really appreciate it. Good luck next week at Fond du Lac, 7 o'clock Friday night. Um, safe travels to you and your team, and, and uh, go get a win in Fond du Lac. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Good talking to you, as always. You got it. It's Brian Kaminsky, yeah. the head football coach at Sun Prairie. How long has your dad been a ref? Long time? Oh, long time. Yeah. I was he uh... – when I was back in early high, you know, early high school, sophomore, freshman year, before I get to that varsity football, um, might have even been middle school. He forced me to ref uh, youth games to appreciate the game and and learn the rules, and he was out there as well. So it's it's been a while. I mean, at least twenty years. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, let's get to a little bit of an early break because next uh, segment we've got two two coaches coming on, Ken Krause from Muskego, Jeremy Korth from Manasha are going to join us in 11-15. Uh, toughest loss of the week. We still got to agree on this one. Might have yep. to do a group. Maybe <laughs> the first week we do this thing um, with Kelly Clark coming in. She's the Maybe founder. Maybe we let Kelly choose it. Maybe we will. Just put the cards out there and, and let her draw let, it. let her pick it. We'll, we'll do that. She's the uh, founder and owner of a new sponsor of the show, Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. Um, Looking forward to having her in studio. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. Speaking of Muskego, let's uh, welcome the head football coach, defending state champs, Muskego. All right, Ken yep. Krause. Hey, Ken, uh, Coach, how you doing? Doing great. Good. Still I know. Alive. It's still alive, man. <laughs> hey, um, the decision, and we talked to Ryan a little bit about it, the decision last night to end that game at halftime was the right decision. 
Yep, uh, coach from Pulaski, um, you know, we talked at halftime and we kind of started to talk a little bit before halftime and made the agreement just the safety of the kids. And uh, they had a great experience. There was great sportsmanship last night between the two teams afterwards. Uh, I think it was still a positive experience for those guys to play in an atmosphere, to be in a playoff game at our place. And uh, I was just real impressed how both teams afterwards were just, you know, the sportsmanship was really cool. Hey, so uh, talk a little bit about that offensive game plan last night, Coach. Looking at the stats, <laughs> man, you're throw, winging the ball all over the place. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we're obviously, you know, a run school, but we have a great quarterback. I think Connor Groman, you know, he's got the best arm in the state, to be honest. We've got great receivers. We've been working really, really hard with our line on our pass blocking. They did a fantastic job. So, you know, obviously we want to be multidimensional in case, you know, 10, 11 guys are sitting in that box. We want to take advantage of that. Connor had a great night last night. I think he had three touchdowns or two touchdowns and completed every pass. So we, we've been throwing the ball real well the last three games. And throughout the whole season, he's had really timely throws for us in critical situations. So uh, just another team. Team's got to worry about me play Muskego. Hey, Coach, um, you know a lot about McGuanago. They uh, Again, we've, we had Steve Jones on, and he, he thought this year the best conference in the state of Wisconsin um, was uh, – was this conference that you're in, and, and McGuanago is one of the better teams in the conference. You've seen them up close and personal. Um, they certainly have a skill set. These are tough kids from McGuanago, and they're not the team that's going to get off the bus being down 14 nothing because you guys are Muskego. You know that. They've they've played you before. Um, tell us a little bit about what uh, you guys have your hands. You get, you'll have your hands full this week, I would think. Yeah, you know, get to the round, round two of the playoffs, everybody's good, so – uh, you know, we're a conference opponent. McGonagall is well coached. They're physical. They kind of remind me of us. You know, they want to run the football, but they throw enough to keep you honest. Uh, we just played a few weeks ago. We're looking forward to it. You know, we have a lot of respect for their, their coaches and their players. It's going to be a great football game. It's a playoff should be on you know, the second round. Good competition. So definitely looking forward to playing them. Hey, when uh, I was telling uh, Ryan that I need to get a parking spot like on Thursday for this game because it's going to be just <laughs> packed, which is awesome. The atmosphere that you guys have created at Muskego, uh, at least in this area, it's second to none. That that first week game against Marquette, Coach, and I know Ryan boy, did some craft fair and all that other <laughs> stuff that, that you boys do out in Muskego, but it just the, the, the entire community is bought in to what you guys are doing in that program. Yeah, you know, I'm super blessed to uh, to be the head football coach at Muskego. I mean, everybody is, is so involved. It starts at Ryan, our athletic director. You know, he makes it a great experience on game day. we got the best band in the state. You know, our, our, our fans are unbelievable. I mean, people who just live in Muskego and have kids in the program come out to our games, support us. We have huge crowds. and um, Our youth program, i got to think our numbers are maybe the highest in the state, and we get a huge youth contingent of parents and players. and So it's definitely an atmosphere out there on Friday nights, and we definitely have a home field advantage. It, and as you know at the Marquette game, it's, it's electric out there. It's a lot of fun for high school football. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and, and that game, boy, I'll tell you, you know, that was nip and tuck back and forth, and I thought you, you, your guys up front wore them down a little bit. Um, so that middle of the fourth quarter on, it was certainly Muskego football at that point. You guys are, are a different team now than I think you were in that first game, Coach. I think you're clicking on, on all cylinders, correct? Yeah. You know, it was the first game. I think we had some first-game jitters. You know, there was a lot of pressure being defending state champs. And, and I think as the game went on, we kind of settled in and offensively. And from that point forward, I think we've had a really good year in offense. Our defense has been, been great all season, you know, led by Coach Lucchese, our D.C., and so – 
Um, special teams have been rock solid, led by Coach Donma the whole season. So I think the first half of Marquette was kind of our only little time we had a little hiccup a little bit. And I think we just, you know, like you said in the fourth quarter, we're like, we're just going to be Muskego. And we just kind of went to you know, our main stuff and we're fortunate to win that game and built some confidence and, we got a nice run here since then, that's for sure. No doubt. October 4th, you guys went to uh, McGuanago. Uh It was a 24-7 final, but I, I think anybody who was there and people that had been there said it might have been a little bit closer than that. Um, yeah, the, the respect that you have for those kids and that coaching staff at McGuanago I know is, is really high. And uh, that it's certainly, if you're in this area and you want to go see a, a really good level two high school football game, McGuanago at Muskego has got to be at the top of that list. Yeah, you know, I think you've got, uh, you know, people feel that we're the best conference in the state. You know, McGuanago was, and us were, you know, two of at least the top three teams record-wise in the league. So, um, you know, well-coached team, like you said, they're they're, they're very disciplined, they're, they're tough, you know, kind of similar to how I think we are, our style of football. So I think it's going to be a real hard-hitting game. And Second round of the playoffs, you know, at this point, you, everybody's good, you know, especially D1. Because you're not getting the second round unless you're a pretty good team. So this just happens to be who we got this week, and, you know, we're looking forward to it, that's for sure. Hey, Coach, last question, we'll cut you loose, but, you know, people always want to talk about your offense, where your defense has given up 21 points uh, total the last six weeks. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> offense uh, is the cliche, offense scores points, defense wins games. and You know, we don't win the back-to-back conference championships or our state championship without our awesome defense. We've, we've got such a good staff, you know, led by Coach Lucchese. I know I was on the phone or with you guys last yeah. week in the studio. And yep. Coach Kunick, Coach Schmilkoffer, Coach Damo, Coach Wagner, Coach Melashton, Coach Nolte. They're, they're super dedicated. There's, there's like three guys that uh, they could be doctors. I think one has a doctor's degree. One was going to be a doctor. We just got a super, super smart staff. They break down the film, and they – they got our kids jacked up and juiced, and, and they just do a great job preparing our kids mentally and physically. And so it's just been a, over the last four or five years, our defense has become a huge strength of our program. And that's how we're able to have this great streak we have right now. You know, defense is going to win you close games. You know, offense can score points, but you need that, as you know, the defense has got to do it. Yep. Our staff is unbelievable, and our kids as well are unbelievable over there as well. Well, we, we had Steve Jones on, and at least down in this area, He's kind of flying under the radar screen. I know he's not up there, but uh, he. last question you have for us, tell me what's going on down there. And he knows. He knows everything going on down here. And yep. and uh, he sure would like a rematch, I'll tell you that. You guys got a lot of football to play between then and, and uh, between now and then. But, you know, I know that's what he's thinking. Hey, Ken, thanks a lot for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us on. We always appreciate, you know, you putting us on, every, you know, during last week and this week. And you guys do a great job with high school. Sports and hi Ryan, how you doing back there too? Hey coach, so, yeah, so he, thanks. Krause might need a raise, by the way. <laughs> you know what? He keeps throwing the ball like this. I'm going to be right. his agent. You better watch out. <laughs> I'm okay with it. If I'm his agent, you're in trouble because he's you're going to have to back up the truck, brother. Back it up, <laughs> coach. Thanks a lot, man. Have a good yeah. one. Thanks a lot. Really appreciate having us on again. You got it. Uh, Hey, let's uh, let's go over uh, if we can. The, the head football coach at Menasha. I had a chance to, to to see their program up close and personal. I did a segment for Around the Corner with John McGivern, and Jeremy wasn't there. He was actually traveling to Madison, but I got a chance in the off season to see his kids get after it, and they definitely got after it. Uh, they got a good win last night against Whitefish Bay. Now they play Fox Valley Lutheran coming up. Hey, Jeremy, congratulations! Good win last night. Thank you. Yeah, how'd you guys play? Pretty well. Yeah, we did play pretty well. You know, 
I think uh, it was interesting because we're going against a team that we were not very familiar with and uh, some concepts that we were were new to us in terms of uh, stuff that we've seen offensively and defensively. So just, uh, you know, the same type of stuff, just you know, had, to, had a little bit of prep uh, this week and get the kids ready, but I thought they performed very well last night. Well, that's good. What do you know? A little bit of surprise, at least as far as the seeding. I don't know either of the teams, New London or Fox Valley Lutheran, but the sixth seed went to the three seed and beat them 27-17. Do you know much about Fox Valley Lutheran? Yeah, you know, they have a really uh, um, explosive uh, uh, offense, I would say, overall. They have some really nice concepts that they run. Um, you know, passing game-wise, they throw the ball quite a bit, and they balance it off with, uh, with a good running back. And so they do. Have, they are pretty balanced, but they have a they have a really good quarterback and uh, and they're some nice wide receivers out there. So they're, you know, they keep themselves around. They keep themselves in the game, and they they play, uh, you know, on defensive side of the ball. They put a lot of guys in the box and then and try to force you to do things that maybe are outside your comfort zone. Hey, hey, coach. When when I talked to you um, a couple of times before coming up and doing a segment for for that TV show around the corner with John McGivern, we we, we were talking. This was in the off season. And you said, look, I think we got a chance to be a pretty good football team. I think we'll be better uh, near the end of the year than we are at the beginning of the year. Are you guys playing your best football right now? We are. You know, all in all, we're, this is the best uh, we are as a team. You know, not just even football. And this is our locker room is is the best it's been in, in and I would say, even maybe a couple years. But, uh, you know, I really like the way these kids are starting to come around and really uh, look out for one another, really care about each other genuinely, and, and that, that makes some practice harder. And so, you know, we're getting better, and uh, we're hoping every week that we can just uh, keep getting the opportunity to play and get better every week. But, yes, we are playing our best football right now. Man, that's awesome. Jerry, thank you so much for your time. Friday night at home against Fox Valley Lutheran. Um, good luck, and, and the winner of that game will take on the winner of Grafton and West Pierre. Um, have a good week. Get some sleep this week, Jeremy. I will. That ain't Thank happening. You. B, don't you lie to me. You were, there's there's no chance that's happening. Uh, no. Thank you so much for your time. Again, good luck against Fox Valley Lutheran. All right. Take care. Thanks. So, um, Ryan, I got a chance to go up there uh, for we, that Around the Corner show that I do. And, yeah. and uh, he was taking his daughter to Madison. And so he said, look, come on up. Here's what's going on. You know, I would recommend that. You know, Toughness Tuesday would be the day if you could do it. And here's what, what happens. And, and these kids show up at the stadium, this nice new stadium we have, and they go through all this, what they go through. And there's some classroom involved where they, you know, we have a guest speaker talking about leadership and you can do this, do that. Man, it was, it was boys, girls, freshmen to, to varsity to seniors, um, all different sports. And it was really impressive. And the Blue Jays were getting after it. These kids yeah. were really – and these stations they were doing, they had to sprint to this station, they had to lift tires over here, and then they had to go do this kind of, you know, uh, uh, zigzag run, and then they had to run the stairs, and then they had to do push it. And, I, man, I was getting exhausted just watching it. And these kids were – it was, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. That's awesome to hear, especially the uh, when you start to throw the girls' component in there. Right. And the boys and the girls in this, if you're going to go to our high school and you're going to be a Blue Jay, here's what we're going to do. Right. And, the, and we're going to we're going to be tough, and we're going to earn it by doing X, Y, and Z, like you just said. But it's everyone together, and it's not the whole, uh, well, we don't need to lift, or we don't need to work out, or we need to just do this or that. It's it's everyone together, and I think that 
they're all going to benefit from it. Well, what was impressive to me is, first of all, it was it was summer. It was early in the morning, and nobody was standing still watching. They yeah. had these stations, and people were moving. And it was, uh, uh, you know, box jumps. Yeah. They'd, they'd, they'd go, and, the, and there'd be somebody saying, no, 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 get to the next one. You can do this one fine. Let's go. You get you get to the next one. Show me you can do five there, and then I'll let you go. And there's so there was somebody at each station. And you couldn't go until that guy said go. Awesome. You can go to the next station. And by the time we got done, they that first that was the first group coming through. Second group was in the in the classroom. I thought, man, you know, by nine thirty, these kids are all going to be home taking a nap because yeah. they really got after it. And Jeremy, you know, was texting me. Are you everything all right? You need anything from me? I'm like, no, man, you set me up really nice. You know, I, I don't need anything from you. But they, yeah, that was uh, that was impressive to me. So That's cool. Hey, let's get you a break. Other side of the break. Newest sponsor of this show. And uh, she's in studio and she's sitting on the couch. We're going to do our new segment. It's called Toughest Loss of the Week. And we still haven't come coming up with one. We're going to have to... You've got one. I've got one. Maybe Kelly's going to have to make that decision. She's the founder of Medical Weight Loss and Wellness, and uh, she is the sponsor of Toughest Loss of the Week, and we'll talk to her on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside the AD at Muskego. Hey, Coach, when we were talking about the brackets and stuff, you uh, you said look out for Marquette. And I said, I, I agree with that. My concern is they've been in playoff mode since week four, and I'm wondering if, if they're going to be a little rusty coming out of the block. Well, they weren't. 35-7 against Manitowoc Lincoln. Good chance to now play uh, Milwaukee Marshall, who upset Milwaukee King. And uh, we have Coach Mazurchek on the phone. Maz, how you doing, pal? I'm doing well. <clears throat> man, you know what? Good win last night. Manitowoc Lincoln came in, and, and it sounds like uh, offensively and defensively, you guys are hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, I'm proud of our guys. I am proud of our coaching staff. I thought we did a very good job of executing in, uh, in all phases of the game. Hey, Coach, when you guys were, and, and we've talked a lot about this, when you guys were 0-3, you said, look, we had a couple of bad breaks and we've had some injuries, but we're going to be okay. And, and our staff is, has not, you just kept raving to me about how, how good your staff has been in that position and you thought your kids were buying in. Well, boy, since that, you know, week four, you guys have, have, have played really well, have run the table. And any surprises for you that your kids were able to react like that? No, I don't think so. Um, you know, we'll we'll start at the top as as always, and it's led uh, it's led by our staff. I mean, you know, looking at our D coordinator Keith Wasinski and our offensive coordinator Jake Josetti, uh, both veteran guys, both do a great job of game planning and preparing, and putting a plan together for the week of preparing our kids, and that's where. Um, we really hang our hat is making sure that we're doing everything in our power to make sure that we are moving forward and getting better uh, every week, every day of the year. And so, um, you know, relying on, on a veteran staff like that and all of our assistants offensively and defensively, it was no surprise to me that 
we were going to have our our student athletes ready to ready to go each week. Coach, did you have any injuries along the way where you guys uh, had to kind of overcome some things? Because I know, you know, way back in week one, you know, your talented running back got dinged a little bit, and it seems like you just had to grow through a few things and then right the ship as you as you go. Is uh, is there any truth to that, or or are we hearing? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We did have an injury. In fact, we uh, we started the first game um, against you guys without one of our number one linebackers. Right. And um, we've had some injuries. I was looking at the sideline last night as we were uh, as we were getting ready, um, as we were getting ready and uh, warming up. I, I counted the jerseys on uh, on our field that were in roles other than an active uh, active player, and that was eleven guys oh. with either some type of apparatus or have had uh, knee injuries and had surgery or. Uh, uh, guys that were still uh, in uh, in healing mode, and so we have uh, we've been hit by probably more injuries this season than in other years. But <clears throat> quite frankly, our our philosophy, like most high school football uh, organizations that um, you know do a great job in the state, and that is it's a next man up philosophy, and that's what we've uh, that that's what we've used. We lost our number one corner, um, we've lost our number one uh, safety. And uh, we've had to continue on. At one point, we were, uh, we had our fourth uh, our fourth team corner in there, and so it's just something that week to week that you deal with, and you prepare the uh, the next uh, the next man up. And our coaching staff has done a fantastic job of of doing that. And so that's going to be the uh, you know, and everybody's a little banged up at this point. You get through even getting to level one and getting into level two. Uh, most teams have had. Uh, have had some guys that are um, are dinged up or maybe not 100% healthy or they've lost them for the season. So we're not unlike that at all. Correct. Hey, hey Maz, uh, good luck on Friday. You get a chance to play a team that upset the number three uh, seed. And Milwaukee Marshall beat Milwaukee King 16-14. to 14. You get them at home Friday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, keep the train rolling. Uh, good luck on Friday. Hey, thank you. It would have been uh, they're they're both great opponents, and it was fun being in the seed meeting. We know uh, our uh, our compadres from the uh, city conference very very well, and uh, whether it was King or whether it's Marshall, we know that uh, you know we're going to get a, a great game. Both those guys, both John Matthews and uh, 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 Tom Wozniak, do a great job of preparing their their city conference teams, and so we're uh, we're gonna we're we're working on it right now. In fact. Uh, so I appreciate you guys uh, fitting us in. We're we're game planning uh, here right now. We've been here since 7 a.m. this morning. Atta boy, that's uh, that's the way you boys at Marquette do it. Mesmer, we we start about 10 a.m. Just so you know, that's why uh, that's why you guys are the <laughs> yeah, toppers. No, my, I got a I got a great I got a great affinity for Mesmer. My dad's a, uh, my dad uh, Bob is a is a Mesmer graduate. Yeah, absolutely. I, Love that place. Look for people, mess for people listening. I was just kidding. It's just me trying to be funny. I don't want to get any phone calls on that. Mass, thank you so much. Good luck on Friday. Hey, thanks, guys. It was great being on with you. I'm glad uh, we got this update taken care of now, Mike, because I won't see you at our favorite grocery store this Sunday. Nope. Because I'll be at our uh, I'll be at our open house. You got uh, so it. So any young men, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, come on out. Nine o'clock mass here oh, at Market boy. High. Coming to 35th of Wisconsin, 10 o'clock uh, open house. Love to see you all there. Excellent. I'll let the pick and save people know you'll be back the following week. Uh, Maz, thank you so much.
Absolutely. Good Absolutely. Luck. Thank you. You got it. Good luck. Hey, um, boy, Kelly Clark, uh, she was impressive. That This place, uh, Ryan, is uh, it's really good for me to be there. Yeah, so just uh, going back to that a little bit, it was impressive, and you guys had a great dialogue, and I think it was very healthy and honest and truthful that a lot of people are feeling as well. You know, and the unique thing, too, they're called medical weight loss and wellness. So going back to that medical term, as you start to read through uh, the founders, Kelly's bio and some of her other employees, you know, just listen to these words, master's degree, board certified, Marquette University, Medical College of Wisconsin, freighted practitioner and she's a parent i mean you talk about people that are are, are know what's going on and are, are dialed into their craft i think uh i think she's one of the best i'm always um i'm always drawn to people that that love what they do and they and, and she has this such passion and excitement to help people she's got this true servant leadership heart that we talk about on this show a lot yep. about coaches but her whole goal it is to 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 help people get healthy, and and it's not just dropping the weight. It's not. It's you know what? It's the mindset of it. It's the you know what you you can get. You don't need that. You know what? What about this? Here's a great option for you. And she's she's tied in with a, a, a woman named Chef Kayla that has meals for you, so you can awesome. buy some meals that and they're good. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I mean, there's a couple I didn't like so much, so I'm not getting them <laughs> again. But the other ones have been phenomenal. And the people that when I walk in to that place, Snow Creek, in the beginning, I walked in with my head down, walked in got kind of embarrassed, a little bit like a shame, like, you know what, you know, I walk in and it's just some really upbeat women that are happy. Hey, come on in. How you doing? Good to see you. And I couldn't even, I couldn't do eye contact. And now it's like last week I put on music and we did dance party Thursday. That's awesome. You know, I got girlfriends all over the place there. there. My wife's like, yeah, whatever, big shot, whatever. Story of your life. But they just, yeah, the more they get to know me, the less I have. But um, (laughs) it's when you talk about her background, it's through and through that whole place. This Chris we talked about, she's a registered nurse. Knows all it. They take your blood pressure. They 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 check the scale you get on. Checks all kinds of stuff that. I just hand the sheet to my wife, who's a nurse, who then says, "You're doing good. Keep it up. Right. You're doing good." So data driven decisions, and they're they're putting their homework in. They're just not making stuff up and, and selling you on it. They're showing you the actual concrete yep. evidence behind the scenes, which is which is always nice. Yeah, I agree. And so uh, I really appreciate the people over there, and I appreciate Kelly Clark, who again the founder and and. Uh, Man, the segment each week, toughest loss of the week. I know what my toughest loss each week is, and, and it's going through this, but it's it's a cool journey to go through. Again, medical weight loss and wellness, thank you very much. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, head football coach at Holman. Boy, they had what a good upset they had. Absolutely. Could have went Watertown as the toughest loss because they, they, they got beat up pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Holman yeah. came down and, and whooped them. They did. But we went a different direction because it was a kind of, you know, it was a tough loss. It was kind of lost by one. Right. Watertown, they're licking their wounds right now. The Goslings. Yeah, the Vikings got them. There's they, no doubt. They got them Vikings good. slayed some, slayed some <laughs> goose. <laughs> they did. We'll talk to Travis um, uh, Kolowski. Yep. Uh, he's the head coach at Holman on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver alongside my co-host. He's Ryan McMillan from Muskego. So, Ryan, we've been talking about this. I talked about it last night as well. And a new segment on this show that we're going to do each and every week. And, and it's called the Toughest Loss of the Week, brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness in Oak Creek. And what we're going to do is look at uh, look at the schedule and with you with football and then during basketball we're going to do the same thing and we're going to talk about who we thought had the toughest loss. And you and I have been going back and forth with with uh, with teams and we came up with, with uh, who we think this week's toughest loss is and we agree that it's probably Wisconsin Lutheran. Yeah, you know, Wisco's had a, a season of very close games like this. Some they've won, some they've lost and you know, you're at the seven seed on the road. You feel a little disrespected being a seven seed, and you're yep. going up uh, to face uh, the two in a great community in Plymouth, and uh, you take them light, right to the wire, but uh, you come up just a hair short, and it's a tough pill to swallow because now the season's over, and, and you feel for those seniors and everybody else. But, yeah, it's a tough deal. Yep. So our uh, toughest loss, and we, we talked about Milwaukee King a little bit. We could have uh, talked about them. And Whitnell we yep. talked as, as well. Greendale. There's yeah. a number of teams that we went back and forth, but but we agreed that Wisconsin Lutheran um, w- is our toughest loss of the week. Again, brought to you by our friends at Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. And Kelly Clark, the owner and founder, is in studio. Kelly, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Today. Yeah, it's well. First of all, thank you so much for uh, being part of what what I'm doing. And let me uh, let me go ahead and just kind of talk a little bit about why we're doing this. You guys have have been kind enough to. Uh, have me as a client, and I'll tell. You, let me tell you the story. A lot of you guys know me, and and I've battled this weight thing for a long time. And about a year, a little more than a year and a half ago, I started on this journey by myself, and um, did really well for a little while. Kind of like every other time, Kelly, that I tried it on my own, I would do well for a while, and then I'd kind of. It was almost like Homer Simpson. Like, oh, look, there's beer over there. You know, that kind of whatever, you know? <laughs> and I'd lose focus, and I'd start letting little things back in. Well, you guys worked with Allie Faith here in the building, and she's on, on 103.7 KISS FM. And I watched her as she progressed on this journey that she was on. And she lost 150 pounds, and she looks unbelievable. And I started saying, how'd you do it? And she said, let me tell you, these people over at, at uh, Medical Weight Loss and, and Wellness in Oak Creek, have been unbelievable. And so I went to Sally, who is my friend, and she sits behind me, and she's a sales rep here. And I was getting really frustrated, Kelly, about this journey that I was trying to do on my own. And I said, look, if they're ever looking for an old fat white guy, please let me know. And she goes, are you kidding? And I said, no, I, you know what? I, I'm sick of doing this. I, I can't do it. I need, I need some help. And I think... Kelly, one of the problems that we have as men is we have a pride issue, and we think, you know what? I'm a man. I can certainly handle this on my own, and I can't. I haven't been able to. I've tried for years, and what I found out the last 11 weeks, first of all, that Chris is mean. Um, she's not mean. I'm just kidding. She's so fun. Um, <laughs> but the the program that you have and that you're doing and you've got to be so proud of it does a lot of different things, and one of it is... I've learned a couple of things, and this is going to sound silly to some of the coaches that are listening, because we're, you know, we're 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 alpha, man. We're the guys. We we can handle this on our own. I was I was living to eat. That's what I was doing. I wasn't eating to live. I wasn't 
figuring all this out the way you guys have done. And the other part that that is so apparent to me is that scale that I have to get up on every week is is holding me accountable. And now I'm going on the urn talking about it. I've lost 42 and a half pounds in 11 weeks. And that was after 35 on my own. It was 45. Then I put on 10. And then Sally, you know, came and talked to you and said, would you have interest in working with McGivern? And so I can't thank you enough. I can't. And the people that you have are incredible. And you made a comment to me, Kelly. You said, we are, we are the best kept secret when it comes to for men. Yes, I did. And I and I really mean that. Uh, I think a lot of what you just said about men, they think they can do this on their own and they're really afraid to reach out for help. But I think it's so important to get them to their ultimate goal and not only reach it, but really have what they need to maintain it. And that is what we're about. And we I, I mean, there's just men while women do fabulous on the program, men knock it out of the ballpark. Absolutely, positively. Why is that? Um, there's a few reasons. Physically, hormones. You don't have the hormone kind of thing going on that many women do. Um, uh, the other thing is just simple resting metabolic rate is higher. Men have more muscle mass. And those are some of the physical reasons. But mentally, okay, and women don't hate me for this, but I've been doing this nine years, and this is true. <laughs> um, men are really good at following the basic directions of the program. It's very black and white to them. If it's on the list, they can have it. If it's not, they can't. They can have this much. They can't go over. They follow it. They follow it to a T. And that's a generalization, but I'm going to tell you, it is really what we've seen over the years with men versus women who often want to find the shades of gray. Men just don't do that. And that works really well for in their favor. Um, so those are some of the big reasons. Um, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Men transform like crazy style and it doesn't matter their age. They can be in their late teens, early twenties. We've even had a gentleman, um, I've had a few patients who have been upwards of in, uh, mid to late seventies, even early eighties, and they lose it like a rock star. Yeah. I, this has been, um, first three days are tough. Mm -hmm. They're tough, but, but. I think it sets you up um, on this journey because after you get done for the three days, you go, man, everything else is, yeah, I, if I've done that and, and I can certainly do, you know, the rest of this, can you talk a little bit about it? It's, it's keto-ish. Yes. It's a keto kind of diet, correct? Yes. With some variations. Yes. So the ketogenic diet is, it's a very broad term. Um, and, and, and I think that's where a lot of the confusion lies. There's different goals um, of keto for different folks. Like some might be your professional athlete where they are eating keto for optimal performance. Their goal is not to lose weight. Then you have on the other end of the spectrum, those who are eating keto for medical purposes, children with uh, seizure disorders or uh, folks who have cancer and are maybe in a more progressive institution and are uh, complementing the Western uh, chemo radiation with the use of a ketogenic diet. Then there's something way in the middle for weight loss. And that is what we specialize in. And it really, by definition, is a moderately high to high fat diet, a moderate amount of protein, and a very low amount of carbohydrates. Well, I'll tell you what, I've never eaten more meat in my life. And it's, you know what, I'm eating bacon with no guilt. And, and I went to Catholic grade school and high school, and so there's guilt with everything we do. Um, and it's, it's, it's not, honey, it's not easy 
but it's getting easier to do because now I know what I can and can't do. And, and again, you're right. I want to follow the rules like, like crazy. I'm not a big rule follower for the most part in my life, but, and, <laughs> and that's maybe that's the reason why I'm at where I'm at. Right. But, um, you guys lay it out really basic and say, look, here are the things that you can, you can have this, you know what you, you want to eat this, have all there's a couple of things that are free. You can have as much as you want. You just can't combine them. You can't Jello and 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 uh, iceberg lettuce. Come on, man. Really? Can't you? Yeah, can't you? <laughs> or broth? Can't you put something that we can combine together? But um, you must be so proud of this company and the amount of people that you, that you've helped. You've changed lives, and and I'm in the middle of this journey that you're helping me change this thing. And my fear now in my head is, look, I've gotten to this point before sometimes on my own, and then I lose focus and it all goes away, and I don't want that to happen. So for you to get involved with this show, I've got to talk about it now every week. And I don't really have a choice because Ryan McMillan and my co-host and my basketball show are going to go, hey, toughest loss, how'd you do this week? Well, I lost three and a half this week, so it was a good That's week. Awesome. Yeah, it was a phenomenal Very week at this, at this point of the game. Because I think probably going to get ready for some smaller numbers, but forty-two and a half and eleven and thirty-five before that, over halfway to where 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 I'm hoping to be, and um, it it it's it's wonderful. How many do you, as far as the amount of clients you have? How many are men, just percentage wise? I would say upwards of. It has grown steadily over the years. I would say upwards of. 30 per, 25 to 30%. Um, more and more men are coming in. And a lot of it has to do with maybe their wife or significant other, or sister or whatever comes in and they're watching them eat and they're saying, well, gosh, you're not eating like this frozen meal and you're not eating salads all the time. They're thinking to themselves, hey, I can do this. Let me check into this thing. And they do and they come in and they do great. And, you know, the thing is, a lot of them don't always talk about it with their other guy friends. So, for women, we get a lot of just referrals from um, you know friends talking about this is how I've lost weight, being very open about it. Where I feel like men just don't do that as much. Yeah, that's this is really uncomfortable for me. You know, it is. And and Ryan's, you know, he's kind of smirking because he, look, you know what? We don't talk about this stuff. You know, no, we don't go. Wow, you you know how much weight? We just don't. You know, I may tell my wife, "Wow, Ryan McMillan looks great. He lost some weight, and he's doing." But I'm not going to tell him that. <laughs> You know, we don't do that <laughs> stuff. So for me to go on the air right now and yeah. talk about it, um, I think, again, it, it, I do best when 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 more than myself is trying to hold me accountable. Mm -hmm. yes. And we leave here and McMillan sees me going through McDonald's grabbing a burger. He's going to go, what are you doing? Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. I'm going to call Kelly. She's going to come whoop you. You can't <laughs> be doing that. Or it's more scary to be yeah. Chris, to be honest with yeah, you. Right. <laughs> um, two locations, correct? Yes, yes. We have a location in Oak Creek and Wisconsin, and then, of course, in uh, Racine, which is uh, the original location where we started. And you're Racine. That's where you're from? And yes. You're I'm, from that area? Yep, from that area, yes. So let me give you this. Uh, you can call me here if you want, and, and I'll tell you all about it. Um, better yet, go to, go to their website. It's mwlwinc.com. Is that Hi, correct? Uh, almost. Almost. M-W-L-W. Wait. Medical <laughs> 
You know no, what? I can't you, with it. www.mwlw-inc.com. Here, here, let me make it easy. You know what? Google this medical weight loss and wellness. There you go. If you do that, <laughs> me, medical weight loss and wellness in Oak Creek, um, I go to their 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 website and watch that video. I'll tell you what, uh, watch the video, and you're going to see before and after pictures of a number of people with a, with a song that caught my attention. I didn't know much about the song, but we may, starting next week, utilize that song um, as, as this uh, segment that we're going to do. But some really good before and after pictures. And um, I, you know what? I can't thank you enough. I got four grandkids that I want to just be around for for a long time. And the stuff you're doing for me and your company and, and Sally and my wife, Terry, and the people that, you know, have been with me, this trainer that working out with, why can't I have popcorn and why am I only supposed to work out twice a week? That's what I'm mad at. That's what I'm mad at. But oh. why can't we have popcorn? It's a grain. You can't do it. It, it adds up and a cup goes, God, a cup is never really a cup. You know that. It's never a cup. No, it's not. I, it's probably not till maintenance and that's fine. Right. And exactly. the working out part? The working out part, oh, so a lot of it has to do with going overboard and just your body wanting to hold on to what it's got, knowing that some, you're going to be kind of putting it under that stress every single day or or for prolonged periods of time. And with raising cortisol for some, and that doesn't allow fat to come off optimally. Right. Yep. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate this. And we're going to try to get you back in, yes. you know, in, a, in maybe six weeks to yeah. say, okay, this is the progress. But we'll do this yes. every week. Yep. And, uh, boy, it's, it's, it's been... It's. I, I don't know if it's been a fun journey, but it's been a pretty cool journey. I've learned a lot. Good. I've good. learned a, a lot about, about a, a lot of different things, and some of it upside in my in my kitchen here, my head. Mm-hmm. That um, you guys have worked through. That look, I can get this thing done, and I will. So, yep. Kelly Clark, thank you so much again. She's the founder and owner, Medical Weight Loss and Wellness, a new sponsor to this show. I'm going through that program uh, gleefully. Good. You look gleeful. I look gleeful. You tell me, <laughs> tell me this this uh, jacket's a little baggy. It's not. It's just oh, fine. Geez. Hey, have a good weekend. Thank you, you so much. As well, thanks for having me. You gentlemen. bet. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, before we get to our next guest, Kelly Clark said, uh, hey, guys, uh, okay, you guys are making me cry. And then you start talking about the dance party and your girlfriends, and now I'm laughing. So, you know, she's great, and she's going to be a really good fit. And I'm going to invite her in about once a month, once every six weeks, to kind of update the program, update how I'm doing but then talk about some of the things that they do there. So Absolutely. I just want to thank her so much for being part of this. Head football coach at Holman. Boy, what a nice win they they had last night. Uh, Travis Kowalski. Hey, Coach, uh, nice win. You come into Watertown and beat a high seed and beat them pretty good. Uh, you guys uh, played well last night. Yeah, our, our team came out and played physical football. Um, offense, you know, just kind of grounded out, which we wanted to do, keep them off the field on offense, and then uh, defense got after it after we got out of that first quarter. It was, it was pretty good. Hey, Coach, talk about the year that you guys have had. Um, was uh, was it the type of year that you went into the season thinking you would have, or did you guys uh, did you guys not have as good a year as you thought? 
I mean, we had our ups and downs. Um, we had nine turnovers and three losses and three turnovers and, and uh, six wins during the regular season. So if we didn't turn the ball over in those games, we would have been 9-0. and um, You know, pretty much if our offense doesn't turn the ball over, we, we win pretty much every game historically here. And uh, if we turn the ball over, then, then we seem to struggle a little bit. So kind of the, the key is the turnovers for us. Coach, talk to us about how you handled uh, that trip last night uh, from like a football operations side of things. You guys traveled 181 miles for our our listeners that don't know, which is a you know 245 at least on a bus all the way from Holman to Watertown. How did uh, what's the planning? Did you break up the trip? When did you leave? How how all that go? And how do you guys handle that to keep the kids focused? Yeah, we we come in at six o'clock in the morning. And- do a mile run to Cadence with our drill sergeant that, that travels with our team, and we go to classes, and we got out at noon, kids ate lunch, and we hopped on the bus and left about 12.45, stopped in Wisconsin Dells at the uh, outlet malls there and got the kids out of the bus and let them walk around for an hour just so they were poking around, and then got back on, loaded up, went down to Watertown, and, and got ready to rock. So, um, yeah, I kind of busted up a little bit, but that's a long trip. How was uh how was the administrative support on a on the side uh, making a decision like that to get you guys out early and and do those things? How's the principal AD uh, for you guys? Both are great. Our principals, uh, the former West Salem head coach Wayne Sackett, he won state titles as ball coach for about twenty years, so he understands the process. We'll see what happens out here next Friday because we got finals on Thursday, Friday next week. So see what he says when we got finals. We got to get out of school earlier. Just got to reschedule those finals, coach. Right. We got to go win some football man, games. It's, <laughs> hey, it's Hartford. You got to get to Hartford, man. You can't. You can't be doing finals. Tell, tell them you guys will take it on the bus. Hey, <laughs> yeah, right. See how <laughs> see how that goes. Hey, coach, have you had a chance to take a look at Hartford at all? We haven't. We just uh, sent out film exchange here this morning, um, and they haven't responded. I mean, they responded back. They still got to save it through. So once they do that, then. Uh, and we'll get it, and we'll get a chance to take a look at them. Yeah, they, um, you know, they've had a good year, undefeated, and uh, won uh, won a pretty good football conference. Have beaten some pretty good teams down down in this neck of the woods when it comes to Homestead, obviously, you know, and uh, and Slinger and Whitefish Bay, and uh, John Reiters, who was their their head football coach, has talked about, you know, these kids really play a lot for each other, and and. Uh, Boy, he he's pretty pleased with with where they're how they're playing so far, and I asked him about Holman, and he said, you know what, we know we do know a little bit about Holman, and it wasn't a big surprise to the coaching staff here at Hartford that they played well and and it beat Watertown. He uh, he's he's got a lot of respect for you in that program, Coach. Yeah, no, and uh, you know, same thing goes that way. Anyone that goes undefeated in the regular season, that that's not an easy trip. I don't care who you are, or where you play, or what division you play in. Uh, to win all nine games in the regular season is easy, and uh, you know they play in a tough conference. They play tough competition, and yeah, like you guys said, Homestead uh, has been the cream of the crop in that conference. When you knock off that that team, that that puts you on the top of the pecking order. So, uh, and we definitely got our hands cut out for us. No doubt. Hey, coach, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, safe travels. Hopefully, uh, you don't have to leave any kids behind because they haven't finished their finals or anything. Make <laughs> make make sure yeah, they all we, get we, on the we're bus. We're not leaving anyone behind. Yeah, that's all that. We don't we travel together. That's for sure. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, um, Travis, thank you so much. Good luck Friday. Uh, if you want to see a home and play, seven o'clock at Hartford. Hey, coach, thanks a lot. Have a good weekend. Appreciate it. You too. Bye. You got it. Hey, um, Ryan, if you weren't the AD at Muskego, 
and uh, Muskego got to buy or something, uh, what game would you be going to? Ooh, great question. I tell you what, that Hartford-Holman game is intriguing. Just listen to both head coaches and uh, uh, what seems to be right now contrasting styles, a team that wants to throw it and has thrown it efficiently this year with Holman, who is still yep. you know, running the triple option and doing their thing and got a drill sergeant at 6 a.m. and the kids. You imagine that. He said the drill sergeant travels with them. That's awesome. Whew. I mean, I, I to use a phrase from a past head coach that played Holman back in the past in the uh, playoffs and whatnot. They said Holman's, uh, you know, all of a sudden these kids come out on the field and they're like a bunch of yetis walking out of the hills <laughs> up in the lacrosse area because they were so darn big and we're like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you think that would maybe be the one? That's a good game. Yeah, I think. Obviously, the Muskego Maguanago is going to be very competitive. Yeah, the Sun Prairie Fond du Lac one's got a chance, and then you get down to Division two or three, and there's some games that yeah, the you Brookfield know games intriguing oh. just from a crosstown rival standpoint. And New Berlin, yes, Eisenhower and and uh, and West. So Waterford, Burlington, they're all good. Waukesha, West, Wilmot, they're all they're all games that I got to figure out which one. Menominee Falls, um, yeah. Homestead, yep, that one's good as well. Hey, uh, thank you so much, man. This was this was a fun show for for me. I like doing this. You bring a different perspective, and it's fun. It's just me and you, and and we get a chance to to talk about a lot of things during the break and stuff. So, um, good luck in the big hockey tournament tomorrow. <laughs> thank you, Wilson Appreciate Park. That. Yes, What's sir. your daughter's name? Uh, Elena. Elena. What? How old? Uh, eight. She's eight. Got a big hockey tournament at Wilson Park tomorrow. You ate all girls jamboree. Man, you can't beat. Thank goodness the Packers play at night, right? Absolutely. Yeah, you're lucky right there. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Sam. Thank nice you. job today. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaching Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 